Suck it, witches. Greetings, everyone. <laughs> My name is James. With me, as always, Caleb. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to episode 80. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we hope that you have a wonderful day. Yes. And enjoy this podcast. So last night... See ya. Uh, <laughs> it sounded like an ending. It did. So last night, I felt, I guess, uncomfortable, but I just I didn't know how to answer it. I was at a, a friend's uh, wedding rehearsal, and someone I know as an acquaintance, I don't know them very well, said, oh, hey, James, how are you? I said, oh, just great. They said, how's your podcast going? And I went, ah, it's terrible. I don't... I have not been asked this question. <laughs> and I was like, I guess it's going great. So uh, ask me if you see me in public. Because <laughs> it'll be funny because James be doesn't know how to answer the question. Uh, yeah. So being on the theme, we were just at a wedding rehearsal last night. Uh, Caleb and I are both in the wedding. Both best men. We're both best men because they didn't want to choose. And I don't blame them, I guess. We're two incredible people. <laughs> yes, we are. We're wonderful. Um, but along with that theme, I I looked up cringe. It, the this is from Blossom DIY. The twenty three cringiest wedding fails that will make you rethink your ceremony. Oh goodness, yes. But I was thinking since Caleb has done so many weddings, especially with the groom that we are, we're gonna go. Yep. Yeah. Watch get married. We've done a lot. Uh, I think we've done over thirty weddings uh, in like a two or three year span, where we did like anywhere from ten to fifteen weddings per year. My goodness. Um, for a while there, it was just getting crazy. Um, but then we realized we don't like weddings. Uh, we don't like filming weddings. Weddings are good. We just don't like being behind the cameras and the editing process, which is ridiculous. So, uh, a couple of the, the ones that really stick in my mind. Um, the first one I remember is, uh, it was an outdoor wedding and they were sitting there and the, the mother of the groom, I believe it was, whichever one sits on the left-hand side. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she got plastered. Oh, sick. Early. <laughs> oh, not sick. So, I mean, it was like 11 o'clock and she was already a bit on the over tipsy side. And so the, the, the bride, like people are walking down the aisle oh and gosh. I think it was like the flower girl or something like her skirt was twisted or something. The mother-in-law reaches out in, in the middle of the aisleway to try and fix it and just falls over, just falls on the ground. And we're filming this. Oh no! She just you falls don't over. have this footage, do you? I think I have it somewhere. We're we're not going to post it because I don't want to, you know. I didn't say post it. I just want to see it. <laughs> I just want to see it. She just falls over, and it's like a little wet and a little muddy, and she just falls over, and she gets her dress dirty, oh. and like it's just like an event. Do? As a as a professional, how do you keep it straight face? You. You don't. <laughs> because, oh, no. Because the good thing is everybody else is focused on that situation. So they're not looking at the video photographer going. <laughs> that laugh, though. <laughs> yeah, they would notice that in the back. <laughs> Who brought the witch? <laughs> oh, my uh, God. So that was the one that really comes to mind. Uh, other one are our speeches. If you're ever have the privilege of giving a speech at a wedding which we both do tonight which we both do um take at least 
an hour to work out, write it out, make it decent, practice it, go through it a few times. What, you mean winging it doesn't work? Winging it sucks. It's the worst. But it always works in the movies. No, it don't. Anyways, so at least practice a few times because I've been to some ones where they're just like uber cringy. Like you're just like, oh, just shut up and sit down, please. Nobody else wants to hear it. So really funny story. Brad pulled his pants down at a Panthers game. It was hilarious. It's not usually that. It's more like, yeah, we used to hang out and used to like dance. Do you remember when we played Halo 3 for seven hours straight? I was lit. Yeah, pretty much. It's usually (laughs) the guys that have the most. And then the girls are like. definitely didn't write it. And girls are usually like. Let's raise our glasses. And you're like, what did she just say? Because they get really nervous. And when girls get nervous, they talk really fast. The best speech that I've heard came from a 14-year-old boy. He gave one of the funniest best man speech or, you know, speeches that I've heard. Um, yeah, the best part wasn't, I forget exactly how he worded it at the end, but he's like, and, you know, may God bless you, may this, 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 and may you bear lots of children and something like that. It was just really weird coming out of like this fourteen-year-old boy. Like yeah, it was just better lots of children and better lots of children. <laughs> you commoner peasants. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, those are some of the like. I mean, there's a lot more cringy moments where like. What's the longest wedding you've ever been to? Longest wedding. Wedding ceremony. Ceremony would actually have to be my cousin's. Way back in the day, it was a. Uh, of course, it was a. Catholic wedding, and it was a full full Catholic wedding. Oh, great. The longest I've had to stand for a wedding filming was over 45 minutes. And they didn't even take mass. They didn't take mass. They didn't oh take mass, gosh. but it was what still like have been over 45 minutes. If it was minutes. mass. Oh, no. I know. It was just super long. Yeah, <sighs> Catholic wedding. Because they actually have different versions of the Catholic wedding. They have the short version, which is usually about... 20 to 30 minutes so that's yeah. not bad it's um, still excessive your wedding should be about five minutes and then i want to get to the food no uh, what i think a good 15 to 20 minutes is really nice i think that's what mine was 15 to 20 somewhere in there yeah 15 to 20 because one it, it's a good time to sit down and celebrate and usually that means the pastor has something good to say if the pastor or the the person presenting has yeah. something really good to say that's a really meaningful that means a lot i have been and they're not that. doing things like foot washing <laughs> don't yes the evangelical christians love doing really symbolic things no nope. which is fine it's fine do that at home i don't want to see his nasty feet i want to see her nasty feet just wash your feet at home it's just weird be, it's, because they start playing something like some sweet music butterfly kisses <laughs> <laughs> No, no, maybe, uh, maybe. And so they start playing like this really and the holy mom and music. Dad get up and wash each other's feet too. No, then they wash thankfully the I haven't. Feet. No, thankfully not. But and it's just like all right, everybody in the creepy church. Creepy and weird. It's kind of like I know this was something Jesus did, but we don't need to all just sit here and watch <laughs> it. <laughs> so that was a common thing back then. We wear shoes and socks. Yeah, that's we don't for, need to wash our feet. I mean, some of us do, especially you, Todd. But it's yeah. So that's another one. Try to do away with the weird things. Like, there's some weird things that are funny and kind of yeah. fun. Like, at my wedding, we did a polka line. 
I wasn't expecting it. I don't think my wife was <laughs> expecting it, but we did a poker line and it was fun. Yeah. Like it was just like out of the blue, like we're doing this. And I'm like, sure, why not? I, and I, it was really awesome. I actually really so enjoyed it. So the worst it. part about Caleb's wedding is it introduced me to the best root beer I've ever eaten. Eaten? Drank. Oh, yeah. And I have not been able to find any root beer that's anywhere close to how good that was. And the worst thing is, it's just like a year later that place closed down. Oh, that's a bummer. I think you told me that, but it's, yeah. I forgot about it. That's a bummer. Yeah, it was a, gr- I mean, the root beer was just ridiculous. And then the place closed down like a year later and came something else. That was really sad. <sighs> so we'll never be able to experience that root beer again. Anyways, so those are a couple of Caleb's stories. Uh, the one story I had um, was there was not one song, but two special arrangements where the groom actually sang to the bride. Okay. He had a guitar and he played and then the the brother of the bride or no, how did that work? Somebody who was very close to the bride sang a song about in my from what I remember, it was not about covenant. It was about uh what is it? It's it wasn't it's I thought it was consummation. <laughs> Thought it was a song about consummation. It wasn't. It was something else. It was cons- con. It was. It, I thought it was consummation. It was not consummation. I was like, <laughs> "Why are you singing about consummation? This is weird." <laughs> I going into Song of Solomon over here, <laughs> and I was like, "Dude, this because like it was. He wasn't the groom or the bride. He was a friend of one of them, and singing about consummation. But I think it was con. It was. It was another word that sounds so close to it." It was another Christian consternation, thing. <laughs> consternation. Oh god! But uh, that was the we- that was not a Catholic wedding. It was an evangelical Christian wedding. Yeah, it was. I'm I am pretty sure an hour and fifteen minutes. Oh good lord! And then my mom was disappointed because after all of that, then they played the Pirates of the Caribbean theme song to walk down. What's wrong with that? Because they had such a wonderful spiritual wedding, and then they ruined it with dirty pirates. Dirty Are you kidding? That's like the best. Like it's one of the best things ever. Like the, that theme song is incredible. I don't. I care. think it's wonderful. I used to be able to play it on the piano. Now I can't. Oh, that's sad. I really want to go to. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this, but they actually play a movie. Yeah. With a live orchestra. I have not done that either, but that sounds very exciting. Be very bougie. Yeah, because they went to, uh, it was Lord of the Rings. They were doing oh my Lord of gosh, the, that would be They sweet. were doing Lord of the Rings scenes, like where they're charging and stuff. That would be so powerful. And they had like the choirs oh, and like the full 72-piece band. And like choir, it's just, inc- like you were listening to it and you're going, that this is would what, give this, you goosebumps. This is what it's supposed to sound like. I know. So there, here are a couple stories of the worst wedding ceremonies or things that happened. <clears throat> This was by a redditor who has a story. It, it's uh, she had to, she just had to share the bad news. Oh no! Literally five minutes before our wedding ceremony started, my aunt came up to me, the bride, and told me that my grandfather had cancer. <laughs> okay, and most likely, most likely, only had a few months to live. I had not known, but seeing him that morning, I saw that he was not very well. And and unnecessarily, my sister had un- wait, my parents and sister had unnecessarily kept this from me before the wedding. So five minutes before you're <laughs> you're about to go up and marry, it's supposed to be the best day of your life. Hey, your grandfather's gonna die in a few months, by the way. Yeah, that would be awful. She continued, Auntie dearest, just waltzed up to me and said, 
if you are if you were if I were you, I would not be so happy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Did you not know that your grandfather is dying? I cannot remember, but apparently I replied, "Well, let me get married first and then I'll take care of this." Wow. You shouldn't be so happy. Your grandfather's dying. Yeah, I'd be like, "This um, is my wedding day." It's like, I know "Lady, I'm supposed to care." There's the door. Please leave. Um, the oh other one, this, this one's exciting. Uh, this is just a quick one. Somebody posts on Twitter. The son of the groom had just told everybody that his dad spent four years in jail. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the most awkward wedding moment to date. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you have your kid at the wedding. Like, so my daddy just spent four years in jail. <laughs> yeah. I like how he sounds like he's from the mafia. Well, you know. He's wearing his... A suit and spats. <laughs> the godchild. <laughs> they played the most embarrassing home video ever. Oh, gosh. Embarrassing doesn't even begin to cut it. My drunken 19-year-old cousin stole the camcorder being used to make the wedding video. Took it into the bathroom. Oh, no, we're not reading this one. Never mind. <laughs> and proceeded to pleasure himself on camera. No one knew he had it. The whole family sat down to watch it weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he's hoping to get arrested in the future. <laughs> they started their marriage in a pretty bad way. Oh. Dearly beloved-ish, wedding members or members of the bride's family had a beef with each other. <laughs> other, but yeah. But come the wedding day, they what am I going here? Why can't I read? Weddings, members of the wedding. <laughs> Great topic, read. James. It's wonderful. If only I had uh, done this a lot better. Are you good? Shh. I'm reading. Okay. They just had to wear white. Number 14. Also a fun fact. Oh. My, uh, my wife told me that if you are bright red to a wedding... You are the groom's mistress. And if you wear white to a wedding, you're a prick. Exactly. For standard U.S. weddings, only the bride wears white. My aunt texted me two days before the wedding asking if her daughter could wear white to my wedding. <laughs> Tambering the request with, she has already bought the dress. Don't you it's love expensive. Those? She doesn't have anything else to wear. It's so late. I don't know what to do. Oh, my gosh. No, that's... So, cr I mean, go somewhere and just find a nice dress. <clears throat> Since I had also happened to have bought an expensive white dress in which to attend my wedding, my response to that question was simply, no, obviously not. <laughs> Good. And what do you know? It turns out my cousin did have more than just that white expensive dress. Yeah. <sighs> People don't understand that you need to, you need to not just... Oh, the day is not about you. The day is about, yeah. The day, like the best part about being a groomsman is you have you always can remember you can mostly do anything. Like if you fall down, if you make a scene, that's an issue. But if you pick your nose in the wedding, nobody's really gonna care. Yeah, or if you have different different colored shoes. Uh oh, I don't care. <laughs> I have a pair of brown shoes. That's all that matters. Well, yeah, but yeah, I see what you're saying. But it, I have a pair of brown squared toes. Everybody's suitors. there, yeah, to see the bride. 
And, and it's and her the, day. And the groom. Nobody cares about the groom. But yes, they do. They half the people are there to see the groom. I'm not saying it's uh, okay. It's like a it's like a eighty twenty. <laughs> 80% bride, 20% groom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Most, th- they're still there to see the groom. You know the groom's aunt is there to be like, hmm, she doesn't like that guy. No, I don't I don't think I'm I... am a joke. But oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I think it pretty much everybody's like, okay, well, go for Good it. Good for him, Goo I guess. Go for it. <clears throat> Go for it? Go for it. Anyways, so oh. I, I don't know. I The best part about my wedding, I don't know why this is so interesting to me, and it only makes sense, but I was like, this is the only wedding where I know literally everybody. Yeah. Because I'm like, I, I know all of her extended family, I know all of my extended family, and everybody's here. There are people at my wedding that she didn't know. <laughs> I believe that. But I'm like, yeah, I know everybody here. And then we found out later, we were like, wow, why didn't we not invite as many people? Invite less people? Yeah, we should invite less people. Oh, okay. But something I did that I didn't realize was probably a negative thing is I wanted everybody to beat my wife, but I, I didn't have, you know, $25 per plate for everybody in the entire universe. Yeah. Or however much our wedding was. I don't even know how much it was. It was it's been a while. So what we did is we threw a big pizza party the week after. I swear to you, it was a very innocent thing. I was not looking to get money. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I've always been nervous about this because somebody walked in and brought a card yeah, with money in it. I didn't even have a basket out. I literally wanted to have an innocent party where I just had people come and meet my wife and I from like church and stuff. Yeah. But it looks like I was trying to double dip. Not necessarily. I think it's more of if they didn't make it to the wedding, Yeah, then they're like, oh, it's a, it's a time I can actually bring my gift. I guess, but they, I didn't invite them to the wedding. In that case, they're still like, oh, hey, I get to go and... We made more money off the second one. <laughs> oh, gosh. Like, way more money. We, again, I was doing it very innocently. <laughs> didn't even have a basket out. So James has found a ploy. James found a ploy, but if you do it as a ploy, it's bad. So if you, if you want to be completely absolved of the ploy, just say, don't bring gifts. Just bring hugs. Just bring... Just bring hugs. Unless it's creepy Uncle Steve. Yeah. I'm not going to let him hug my wife. That guy is creepy. Yeah, creepy Uncle Steve. Anyways, Kale, what did you bring for us So today? what I brought today. You have the better stories, and I'm very disappointed. I, I, I was lucky, and I found some good ones this morning. <sighs> I think so. Wait, you this morning? You found them this morning? Yes, of course I found them this morning. What are you talking about? <laughs> so did you. I found mine last night. So get ready. Yeah, fine, whatever. We do, we do lots of good research. We do. We, we do lots of research stuff. Uh, a school <laughs> in Saskatchewan, Canada, experienced an unusual interruption when a moose ran through a large glass <laughs> window and crashed into a classroom. <laughs> I've heard of birds hitting windows. Moose? <laughs> 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 Could you just imagine turning and be like, "Oh man, hey look, a moose!" Hey, it's getting, ah! hey, it's getting, it's getting bigger. Oh, it's getting close. Oh no! <laughs> just just comes flying, wrecking through the window. Oh my gosh! Uh, witnesses uh, said uh, she was dropping off her two-year-old son at the daycare, which is attached to the school, when the oh moose crashed through the God. into a classroom just across the hall. The school said before the school program was just wrapping up in the room, and at the time the moose on Thursday morning entrance, the students were safely ushered out of the classroom. Nobody, 
Nobody was hurt? No, I don't. The, I what? Don't, as the dazed animal slumped to the ground. Oh, that's why it didn't keep rampaging. <laughs> True. <laughs> it probably pretty much knocked itself out. <laughs> I won't make that joke, but it's a funny joke. Because I believe, as I recall, they're the third or fourth tallest and like heaviest animal. I know they're the largest deer, technically largest deer. deer. Largest deer. I did not know how big elks were until I didn't like I, I had I was like, yeah, they're big and tall. And then someone had a video one and like next to a car. I was like, oh, they are way bigger than I ever imagined. Yeah. And moose are even bigger. Yeah. Because as I recall, they as you can almost like short people can actually like walk under a moose because they're super tall. What are they for? What do they do? Uh, the, I think the reason for that is because a lot of times they're in like marshlands and so they like yeah, they yeah, graze. I'm just wondering why moose exist. And they're, they're also the one where I think their number one predator in certain areas are the killer whale. I think I've heard that, but that's the most ridiculous thing. Because moose can dive down to, I believe, 20 feet. We discussed this on the podcast. We did. We now did. I remember now. I'm just reminding people that how cool moose are. They can dive down to 20 feet. Moosin. Yeah, because there's a great one, uh, like a cartoon where this guy's diving and a moose comes diving down under the water. He's like, what the heck? And they dive down to eat the stuff on the bottom of the, gr- the thing. And so one of their predators is the killer whale. Could you, could you just imagine just that just sounds like a, a little kid making make, up a, making like but, getting action figures and be like, oh, I, I have a moose and, and a and killer whale comes and gates it. Yeah, that totally sounds non-legit. <laughs> the biggest predator. Well, supposedly the best predator, according to a pastor who watched a TV show, is the killer whale. That is not the only thing that hunts the killer whale is humans. Yeah. Like it's the it's an apex predator. <sighs> I love the fact that. We are the world's worst enemy. <laughs> yeah. It's we, really, we are the it's number really, one worst predator, except, I don't know. Anyways. That's what I was talking last time about us in a glass box. We are, we're worthless. We can't do anything, but we have, an, we have a brain. We made tools. That's true. We're like, oh, big whale? Give me, big, three, give me, give me three weeks. Give me big spear. <laughs> <laughs> give me three weeks. With and a rope. <laughs> I need to get Todd and Steve and Gronk. <laughs> and one really big boat. <laughs> and then Moby Dick was born. Uh, yeah, if you read that book, you're like, mm, I don't think I really want to go spearing large fish. Except they're not I've fish, they're that mammal. Book. What happens? Um, Is it spooky and scary? As I recall, uh, he I know, gets... I've Moby Dick. He, they go on a little dinghy to try to get this thing, and basically he spears him, but then, then it, like he gets wrapped in the rope and eventually gets tied to the whale and dies. And it's a metaphor that if you continue throwing spears at problems, your problems will just take you down to the depths. Something like that. Or something stupid. Anyways, the Saskatchewan Public School said one child sustained minor injuries that did not require medical attention. The moose was tranquilized by authorities and relocated out to the outside of the city. <laughs> if it was an American school, they would have been tranquilized with other stuff. <laughs> Lead poisoning. Immediate lead poisoning. That's why it's Canadian. all the kids pull out guns. Bam, 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 bam. There's America. <laughs> so bad. Well, you know, everybody in America carries a guns, including the, if it's a Texan school. Texan school. <laughs> like at the daycare. <laughs> Pulls out a desert eagle. It's bigger than the Dad, child. Dad always told me I'd need, I'd need protection. I've been waiting for this moment for years. 
Cheers! <laughs> I can't wait to mount this on the wall. <laughs> you know, the Cadian's like, oh, sorry about that. <laughs> Here, let me tranquilize you there. <laughs> oh, the pop, pop, pop. Oh, <laughs> you silly goose. Oh. <laughs> I meant to say silly moose, but I said oh. silly goose. Oh. <laughs> oh. You know, in Canada, they don't have elf on a shelf. <laughs> what do they have? Goose on a moose. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> it wasn't me. I didn't make that up. I found it somewhere, but I thought it was really funny. <laughs> or you have a moose on the loose. Yeah, you do have a moose on the loose, but then you never see him. <laughs> <laughs> this is so dumb. <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> this is Morning Eggnog, people. Welcome back to Morning Eggnog. <laughs> so. <laughs> I thought I'd do a blast in the pad. <laughs> I thought I'd have a speech impediment. I thought I'd bring a blast from the past. And I think Dear Abby was still going in the newspaper. I don't know. At least I could have done like more research on Dear Abby, but I remembered, oh yeah, Dear Abby exists. No, I got a news article. It was like something about Dear Abby or Dear Abby passes away. I don't know. I don't remember what it was. But it's reminding me of Dear Abby. So I was like, oh, what about funny Dear Abby questions that people have gotten? Okay. The next, I think next week I'll do funny uh, Yahoo Answers questions. I think I might have done that already, but some of them are bizarre. Um, so the 10 most hilarious Dear Abby questions. If for those who are unfamiliar, because my wife had no idea who Dear Abby was, uh, Dear Abby visited the homes of the newspaper and online starting in 1956. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> founded by Paula Phillips. Pauline Phillips, she took the pen name Abigail Van Buren and began giving sometimes controversial, many times helpful, and oftentimes hilarious relationship advice for both men and women. Ah, Phillips passed on the column to her daughter in 2000. Okay. And it continues. Oh, I did. See, I, I don't get a newspaper. It yeah. continues in mainstream American life. The top 10 most hilarious Dear Abby responses. Most of them, from my opinion, are very outdated and not really that. They're more cringe than hilarious. Well, but the, like the first one here. I know. See, see you and I, we hate cringe. And so we don't think it's necessarily funny where people who love cringe will be like, that's funny. True. And we're just like, oh, please just don't. My daughters are that way. Like we we were watching a cartoon and oh, one no. of my daughter takes her blanket and just covers her face. <laughs> just like the, just covers her face and it's just like I'm not watching this. I can't do this. I dad. can't do this. I can't dad. do this. It was hilarious. You're like, yeah, I passed my scaredness, scared of cringe onto my children. Yeah. Anyways. I had to burp. I had to burp. So the first one here is Dear Abby, I know boys will be boys, but my boy is seventy-three. And he's still chasing women. Any suggestions? I'm like, okay. First of all, is this your mom? <laughs> oh my goodness. Don't worry. My dog has been chasing cars for years. But if he ever catches one, he won't know what to do with it. <laughs> 73. Still chasing women. Yep. See, that is the, that is the issue. Is you, you, my, my sister was a, a waiter for quite some time. And she would talk about all the cute old men that would come in. And then you hear stories like this. And you're like, oh, yeah, men are perverts. <laughs> They're not all cute old men. They're not cute old men. They're mostly perverts. Uh, our birth con Dear Abby, our birth control is deductible. Response, only if they work. <laughs> don't work. Only if they work. Only if they don't work. Wait, then you wait. get, 
I don't know, Caleb, how much did you make on your tax return last year? $8 trillion? Uh, lose a couple zeros and you're closer to the number, yeah. Sweet. <laughs> a couple zeros. So $8 billion now. Dear Abby, about four months ago, the house across the street was sold to a father and son. Or so we thought. Later, we learned that the older man was about 50 and the young fellow was about 24. This was a respectable neighborhood before this odd couple moved in. <laughs> they have all sorts of strange-looking company. Men who look like women. Women who look like men. Oh, this is... How old is this? Blacks, whites, Indians. <laughs> Blacks, whites, and Indians. Yesterday, I even saw two nuns go in there. What in the world? Abby, these weirdos are wrecking our property values. Where can we improve the quality of this once respectable neighborhood. Oh my gosh. So a very racist old white woman <laughs> messages Abby. Abby responds, you could move. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Abby was sassy. Like her stuff was funny. My gosh. I joined the Navy to see the world. I've seen it now. How do I get out? <laughs> Abby's response, simple. Go to your superior officer and say these two words. <laughs> oh. I'm gay. Is that seriously what it, it says? says that. Oh my gosh. Dude, what the frick? <laughs> I have always. <laughs> my gosh. Oh. How, 1956, I guess. Good yeah, Lord. it is the good old 50s. Oh, wow. Dear Abby, I've always wanted to have a family. My family history traced, but I can't afford to spend lots of money to do it. Do you have any suggestions? Yes. Run for public office. <laughs> oh, wow. That's true, because they'll, they'll investigate everything. Pretty much. I think that's what, she, I think yeah. that's what she's shooting for. Um, <clears throat> this so worded so weirdly. Dear Abby, my wife sleeps in the raw... Yeah, that's kind of, it must then, be a thing to say in the 60s and 70s. Or whatever. Then she showers, brushes her teeth, and fixes our breakfast. Still in the buff. <laughs> We're newlyweds, and there's just the two of us, so I suppose there's nothing really wrong with it. What do you think? Dear Abby's response. It's okay with me. Just tell her to put on an apron when she's frying bacon. Not wrong. <laughs> Never fry bacon naked i've i've done it shirtless and that was a mistake uh, and the last one <clears throat> i've been going steady with this man for six years we see each other every night he says he loves me and i know i love him but he never mentions marriage do you think he's going out with me to see just what he can get abby's response i don't know what's he getting <laughs> <laughs> I like like those are those are actually pretty darn good responses. So yeah, it's just it, so no. Dear Abby was basically the the Yahoo Answers of uh, the nineteen, I guess nineteen fifties to, to now the two thousands. So that's a uh, I Yahoo Answers was another one. It got shut down uh, last year, two years ago, and some of the questions on there, I because I remember looking at Yahoo Answers when I was like fifteen. Yeah, and just looking up the weirdest stuff. It was hilarious. Oh, yeah. So, and people don't know how to spell, and it's wonderful. So uh, I'll probably bring up a few of those uh, at another at a later date. All right. Caleb, I know what this story is, and I'm very excited to hear about it. 
<laughs> a Minnesota police officer was summoned to break up an unusual street fight when two bald eagles <laughs> were found stuck together in the middle of the road. What? Are they sure they were fighting? Yes. <laughs> well, because female bald eagles are different than male. Right, you're right. Yep, yep, yep. Then men bald eagles. Men bald eagles. The man, the manly man. The man bald eagles. The man bald dudes. <laughs> the city of Plymouth said in a Facebook post that Officer Mitch Matter Matterinson Martinson Martinson responded Mitch to Martinson. Mitch Martinson was re- responding to a neighbor hood on a report of two bald eagles stuck together on uh, Plymouth Roadway. <laughs> Martin said he's called to break up a street fight between two eagles was his first for him. Dude, you go to the police, you, you graduate high school. You're like, I want to serve the people or you just want to shoot guns. Either one. Yeah. Um, you go to the police academy. You graduate. You're like, all right, here we go. We're going to get some bad guys. Uh, Officer Mitchell Masters, uh, we have a we have a, a situation down on Fifth Street. Oh, see what you're forgetting is this is Minnesota, so it's uh, hey there, a eh? uh, we got ourselves a street fight there. <laughs> hey there, a eh? hey there, uh, <laughs> we got ourselves yeah, some uh, dem- some bald eagles. We got some bald. We got we got America's freedom fighting itself. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. Ah! A third Everything. party has to come and break us up. Oh no, here comes China. Wait a second. <laughs> the police state. Okay. <laughs> that got very political very quickly. Uh, I'm Alex Jones. Uh, said being called to break up a street fight between two eagles was a first. We do have de-escalation tactics. <laughs> But I've never applied them to eagles or other animals. Ma'am, please calm down. Uh, sir, sir, please calm down. Uh, please put down the knives, all of your entire <laughs> m- hand. Just, just let go of your hands. <laughs> I, do, I do love that it's bald egos. Egos? Oh, gosh. Bald yeah. eagles, because it's like America's freedom. Also, these guys are idiots. <laughs> the officer consulted <laughs> with the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources and the Raptor Center. <laughs> well, they're technically a raptor. I know, I know. The Raptor Center. <laughs> Here comes Bring Chris Pratt on his motorcycle. I can break these guys up. Hey, Bluey, click, 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 click. <laughs> so glad I know what you're talking about. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Which told him the Eagles are likely in a dispute over territory. Obviously. Sounds um, like the American way. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, this is my airspace. This is my side of the fence. Get back over on. How dare you move that thing four inches? Martinson said. There are laws, sir. He was attempting to cover the birds' heads to calm them down when they decided to flee the scene. Oh, come on. The eagles started going at it again. The next thing you knew, they were flying away, Martinson said. I have an APB out on two bald eagles. One has a. They're bald eagles. I don't know. What's a descriptive factor? They're they're at, they're a flight risk. They're in restricted airspace. <laughs> they did not call the tower. Oh my goodness! Oh, that was excellent. I, I I was very happy when I found that. I'm like, oh, Minnesota and Canada, man, they're put, they're kind of putting it up. You yeah, see, no kidding. Up north, it's weird animals. Down south, it's weird people. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Because there's more animals than there are people in the north. True, because it's no. Why would you want to live in the north? As we live in the north. Yeah, I got up this morning and I started my car, and there's frost all over the windows, and I'm like, ah, screw it. <laughs> it 
it is pretty sketchy when you hop in your van or your or whatever, and because you forgot to you know start it ten minutes early. Yeah, and uh, you're like, well, I guess we're just gonna <laughs> scrape a little bit here. Where I can see, and then we'll go make a peaky hole so I can see the yellow and the white lines. I hope you don't paint below mine. I'm running my blights because I can't see stuff. <laughs> I hope uh, no bike riders are out this morning because they're gonna die. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then what do you got in the south? Like iguanas? You got to wipe your iguanas off. <laughs> Get off, you dang iguana. Or alligators, alligators. if you go further enough south. <laughs> got alligators hanging out on your... Win- if you got alligators on your windshield, you got some serious issues, because how do they get up there? They're, they're resourceful. Yeah. The worst part is snakes and everything. Oh, yeah. Snakes, spiders, and scorpions. The wor- the wor- so something that's made me very paranoid... Very paranoid about going anywhere where it's sat for a while is spiders and snakes in the toilet. So if you sit down to take a number two and, you know, you're just sitting there and suddenly... Something gets you in the so, butt. <laughs> yeah, or or you winky. Oh, yeah. There was a guy who got bit by a snake that was hiding in the... It was hiding up underneath the toilet. And yeah. He had to go bad and it was at a cabin and he went and sat down. Maybe it was a spider. It was one of them was hiding up underneath the rim. And so anytime I go anywhere, I flush it first. And then, like, lift if, the toilet seat just yeah, to take a peek. I'm like, take I, the take the plunger and lift the toilet seat up. Okay, all right. I'm not. My winky's not gonna get bit. Oh, that's a that's a good thing to worry about. So, and how do you if it's venom? How do you how do you ask your friends to suck out the venom? You don't. You go to the doctor <laughs> and ask them to suck out the venom. No, hopefully they got an antidote, or you just lose your most vital instrument. Instrument. <laughs> Some people think it's the brain or the heart. It's the winky. <laughs> it's the brain of the heart? No, some people think it's oh, the brain or the heart. Brain or the heart. I heard brain of brain of the heart, and I'm like, what? <laughs> the brain of the heart. Anyways, we should wrap this up before yeah, we go any deeper much. down this road. Anyway, so thank you so much for joining us. Uh, be sure to check us out on Spotify, iTunes, Google, Hey, and Podbean. Uh, we might make custom shirts just for Caleb and I and the, to make you jealous. Ooh, I like we it. We could do that. Um, so... Uh, if you have a question for us, if you want to be on the podcast, if you have a green screen background suggestion, you can email us at morningeggnog at gmail.com or message us on Facebook or Instagram. You can follow us on Facebook or Instagram to find out what's going on in the podcast and to get updates on when we post a new episode Yay. every other Thursday, unless something dumb happens. Uh, so thank you so much for joining us. And have a wonderful morning, noon, and night. See ya.